Oh, wow. Here we are. Episode number... Five. Five. Tano. Cinco. 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 We're back here in the Zebra Lounge podcast. This is our episode number five. Number five. Can you believe it? I can't believe it. And if you haven't listened to previous podcasts, we do actually have an archive now. An archive of four previous Zebra Lounge podcasts that are worth listening to. Yeah, so you can check those out. We produce quality content here on the Zebra Lounge podcast. And not only quality content, but consistent quality content. Yeah, we're consistent. We produce two podcasts per month for the year. It was a New Year's resolution, New Year's goal for Stripes and I, Marty, to produce two Zebra Lounge podcasts per month. And you can subscribe because Stripes has promised to put them up on Anchor FM, which then distributes them on Spotify and on the Apple iTunes store. Yeah, so you can check those out um, there, but I'd encourage you to stay and listen to this one first. We don't want you going anywhere just yet. No, we don't want you to go anywhere because we're not going anywhere. And why aren't we going anywhere? Because we're in lockdown. Yes, we are. We're locked down here in Nairobi, Kenya. What an exciting time to be alive. Unprecedented quarantines taking place all over the world. Countries shutting borders. We just heard in the news about a flight that landed in Johannesburg, South Africa, and the only people allowed off the plane were the South African citizens. Everyone else was required to stay on the plane. Did they uh, Did they get fly- flown flown back to their original destination? I don't know what happened to them. I didn't catch the rest Yikes. of that. But we do know that this is unprecedented days that we're living in, and uh, we're dealing with the the virus. I don't know what you want to call the virus. Maybe we should pull our listeners on what they believe is appropriate. I mean, we can call it all kinds of things, but I think in this house we have chosen to call it the... Corona or Wuhan virus. Well, one or the (laughs) other. I think you're a little bit reluctant to say it. Uh, We do call it the Wuhan virus, not to be racist, uh, but we do know that we call it a Spanish omelet. When we eat an omelet that's not even Spanish, that's not racist. We do know that there's something called the German measles, That's not racist. Any other names that are connected to countries or places? Uh, Spanish flu. Ebola was named after a river in Zaire. Was that racist? No. So where did this virus originate? It originated in Wuhan. So I don't know what the listeners think. That's a question for you. Leave some comments. Yeah. Send us some emails. We'd like to know. Uh, For us, we just call it the... Wuhan virus, Wuhan coronavirus, and so we're not racist, we're not trying to be politically incorrect, we're just calling it from where it originated, like we would any other virus. Is that true? Stripes? That would be true, Um, and yeah, this is a crazy time we're living in, and people have been encouraged to start staying home, don't want to go outside, people are encouraged to stay in their houses, be quarantined themselves as well as the elderly to just, yeah, keep to themselves. But um, in doing this, you're kind of maybe bored at home. You don't have much to do. And so that is why we're doing this podcast today, because uh, we're introducing you to Marty and Stripe's top five five, uh, song, what would you call it? Top five song list. 
top five songs to listen to while you're in lockdown. Yeah. Thinking about the end of the world in particular. So. Because a lot of people are thinking of apocalyptic scenarios. Yeah. They're playing them out in their minds, thinking this is the end of the world. And if it is the end of the world, if it actually is, don't be surprised that there will be suffering. I'm not surprised. Uh, we read in our devotions the other day that as sparks fly upward, so man is born to suffering. And that's from the book of Job in the Old Testament, Job chapter 5, verse 7. So we learned from our devotions that suffering is inevitable. And the story is in the suffering, right? Nobody wants to hear a story about a person who has just had success after success with no challenges or obstacles in their way. They want to read a story about someone who has been challenged and then has overcome that challenge. And so this is a challenge to us personally right now, getting through this time. It's also a challenge to all of our listeners and to our societies and our countries. Yeah, and the world in general. The world in general. But this will be a time to remember when you're older, when you went through the crisis of the virus. Yeah, this big pandemic. Yeah. So let's let's kick it off with our number five song. We're going to go from five leading up to our number one song, but we're starting off with five. And if you would just give us uh, the title of the song so our viewers can um, look it up themselves, but then we'll also attempt to play a little snippet of the song just to give you a taste of what it what it is. Yeah, so the first song that I came up with is a song that I listened to when I was still in high school. Can you believe that, Stripe? So I'm giving that's, you a song. That's a long time ago. But I think you know, you probably heard it, probably because you're into drumming. And this is why the song captured my attention, because I was also a drummer. Mm-hmm. It's a song by a band out of Georgia. I want to say Athens, Georgia. Uh, that's not, yeah, not I was Not Atlanta. Say. Athens, Georgia. And the band is known as R.E.M. And the song title is End of the World, It's the End of the World, Mm -hmm. as we know it. And really, right now, this song captures, I think, the, the, what's the word, the zeitgeist of the times that we're living in and the cultural moment that we're in. It feels like it's the end of the world as we know it, and we're never going back to the way it was. This song probably has some of the best lyrics, I guess you could say, uh, that I have, I have heard. And uh, it references the rapture, the biblical rapture. And I wouldn't mm. classify R.E.M. as a Christian band, a biblical band at all. And yet they do reference the rapture in this song, which is a bit apocalyptic. You know, we've had some conversations about the revelation in the book, of, um, the last book of the Bible. Well, and so this song makes reference to the rapture it's one of the greatest rock songs ever to come out of, you know, the indie scene in the late 80s, I would say about 1987. I'm not sure on that. You can look it up yourself. But there's some wild cryptic lyrics in this song. Well, I would say just by looking at the title of the song, it seems pretty fitting for this uh, pandemic that we're going through right now. And I think people are kind of panicking at the moment. There is a panic. There is a panic in the air. And... We were told uh, to go shopping and and to buy toilet paper, as much toilet paper as we could, because we heard about the widespread panic happening in urban centers in North America, people stockpiling toilet paper, and then they began to actually steal paper napkins from McDonald's because they couldn't find rolls at Costco. Mm. And to me, that indicates a widespread, unhealthy 
kind of panic. Yeah. Right? And we don't need to be fearful. But perhaps if you give this song a listen, and you will be able to uh, just enjoy it and enjoy the moment you're in. Put it on nice and loud. Uh, and you get double bonus points if you can actually sing along to the song without consulting the lyric video on YouTube. Yep. Okay, so we'll roll a little bit of the song right now. Can I just play it just to hear it out? So, how are you doing these days, Stripes? I'm doing good, but I think uh, one thing that I would mention about this whole pandemic going down is our school has actually decided to close down. Not what? Not close down completely, but just go into more of a, I would almost say homeschool kind of feel because we're doing all of our schooling and work from home. Imagine that, uh, Marty. Wow, so you're gonna be at home, quarantined, locked down, for, for how long? To be honest, we have not been given a date by our um, by our head of the school. He has not given any of us a specific time that we're not going to be around. But we're still on uh, break right now. So we're on our spring break. But the day that we're meant to go back is actually going to be uh, a day where we just stay home and do work from home. So I think it might be looking at maybe two weeks at this point but it could go on even longer than that depending on how long this wuhan virus decides to hold out so this kind of homeschool online schooling works for someone like you but how's it going to work for someone in your school maybe doesn't have access to the internet we know that power is always up and down here in Nairobi and Kenya. It's not reliable. It's not consistent. Some people may not have a, a nice laptop. I know your laptop is getting, you know, old. Mm -hmm. It's not always reliable. How is this actually going to work? Like, do you think it's going to work? Yeah, for well, for me, as you said, I don't mind working independently. I actually appreciate that. Um, I think people are definitely going to miss the social part of school because that's one of the reasons a lot of people appreciate school. So the fact that people are going to have to be doing their work by themselves, many people are probably not going to like that. And then in terms of how people who uh, aren't as independent in their work, they need people around them to get their work done, I think they're going to really struggle with this. And you're right, there's a lot of variables in Kenya specifically with some people. I know I have a friend who doesn't even have Wi-Fi at her house right now. So how she's going to do the work, no one knows. Um, in terms of like power going out, uh, if the rain comes, there's going to be like leaks and stuff. Things are going to affect definitely um, how the system's going to work. And I think that's what the school is trying to figure out right now over this break. They're trying to figure out a system 
to make each variable fit into that. But it's definitely going to be a challenge, and we'll see how that looks as wow. we move on. Yeah. Well, there's a lot for you to uh, to learn. Learn how to learn again mm-hmm. in an online setting. Yeah. Uh, not have teachers. Not have school. And maybe this will be something that we discover that you can actually do. Meaning you can do online schooling. You don't actually need to go to school. Yeah. To a physical building. You can get everything done in like half a day and then have the rest of the day to do what you want. Like make a podcast. Yeah. It's definitely a learning experience. Experiment, for sure. right? We're in a lab right now. We're in a learning laboratory. And we're going to be doing some experimenting. But right now we want to now share with the listeners... Number four. Yeah, our fourth. The our fourth, fourth song pick. Song to listen to while you're in lockdown. Now it's now telling me that uh, the video is not available for us to listen to. I'm going to try and while we're talking here, if you could just fill in the yeah the the, the make some noise. We're here. we're looking for uh, the song. We want to make sure it's one that our viewers can actually access. Yeah. So, so if YouTube shuts it down. We're going to have to find you a different copy. Yeah. We will. You know, YouTube can do everything they want. That's not uh, an issue. That's not an issue for us. But I'll give the song title while we're looking at it. It's 99 Luft Ballon. Is that is that reminds me of a song? 99 red balloons go by. Is that a very different song that we're listening to? Well, Luftballon is the English version of the German song. And so uh, we could play either the original German Uh or we could try and go for the, uh, what I would call the anglicized version of the song. I actually prefer the German. This is a song again from my youth from the, the days when I was actually in middle school, wow. living in Belgium. I lived in Belgium, as you know, that's part of my history. Mm-hmm. And my dad, that's your uh, grandfather or your papa, he worked for NATO during the Cold War. Mm-hmm. Okay, and, and so this song really was a song that was written. It's a story of two sides battling against each other in a lose-lose war. Now, I have to be honest with you, I have heard this song before. I have. But I think I might have heard maybe a remixed version, something like that. Because when I when I have listened to the song, it does not give me those uh, vibes, if you will, of two sides battling. So, I don't know if um, I've just heard a completely remixed version or if the one we're about to listen to now is going to change my perspective on what it means. So when you listen to this song, you should imagine two wars battle, two two sides uh, of an army, two armies uh, battling in a war with each other and, and maybe not getting very far. Uh, you could imagine during this day and age, we mm-hmm. have, let's say, America mm-hmm. versus China. I know I was reading in the Wall Street Journal yesterday that China is removing all American newspaper correspondence. That's wow. not just, you know, the the low level ones. These are the, the high level ones like the New York Times, the Wall Street Journal, the Washington Post. All of these big names, reporters, correspondents from these newspaper uh, companies are asked, being asked to leave China mm. uh, because China is seemingly trying to protect the narrative of this virus. Why? We don't know. But it is a bit of a viral war, I guess you could call it. Mm-hmm. It's a war happening between China and maybe the rest of the world. And, and so you can imagine as you're listening to this song, it's a lose-lose war, right? Nobody really wins this war. Can we call this a, a cold war? You can call it a, a hot war because I imagine viruses being hot, not well, cold. Uh, is that okay ter- with you, Stripes? Well, 
I'd like to bring this up, Marty, because I think I actually just recently did a project on Cold Wars versus Hot Wars. And a hot war would be maybe nukes, bombs, things like that. Um, I guess you could throw viruses in there, but I think the war you're referring to is maybe not a hot war because it's a war through the media, I would say, where um, both uh, countries, their media is blowing it up to make the other side look bad. So it's, I don't know if I'd call it a hot war. But you know what? We could ask our viewers to maybe comment. What do you think? They're not viewing. They're listening. Sorry. We want to call them our listeners. <laughs> all right. That's okay. All right. That's, a, that's a rookie mistake. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah. So our listeners, we'd like you to let us know what kind of what kind of war are you seeing here? Yeah. Or not, do you even see a war? Do you even see a war at all? Because it's invisible. It's a virus. We don't know where yeah. it is, right? It's just kind of creeping in to your house, on your steering wheel, on your shopping cart handle that mm -hmm. you hold it's pretty much invisible we don't know where it is but it's coming that's what we do know and so we want to prepare for the end and one of the songs to help you prepare for the end is 99 lift balloons or 99 red balloons by nina let's take a listen Well, that was a good song. I mean, I could sit and listen to that song all day now, long. Can I, I could. just can I just ask you something here? Because our viewers cannot, um, sorry, our listeners, our listeners cannot actually see the translation of that. Uh, um, was that German? That was German. That they was can't, they can't, Nina singing German. They cannot see that that tra that translation. So, if you could break down maybe for us. Uh -huh. What what is this song talking about? Some of this this young person who releases 99 balloons and rather than it's being seen as a beautiful childlike innocent thing, mm -hmm. the warring parties see it as an instigation to battle, and okay. so they begin to fight. And it wasn't yeah. meant to be that; it was misinterpreted, as things often are during a crisis. That's very true. Yeah. That was. Um, I would say the beat of that song is one that'll really pump you up. So if you're um, looking for something along that lines, uh, 99 Luft Ballons. Luft Ballons by Nena. Yeah, by and if you want to get some exercise while you're in lockdown, that would be a song that you could actually probably do uh, a bit of a workout to. Oh, yeah. You know, it's got the 4-4 beat. Mm -hmm. uh, very catchy, very funky. Uh, so you could not only listen to it, you know, kind of thinking about the end, but you could also do some exercise, right? I, I did in fact see Marty breaking down to the beat over here. So. There you go, yeah. So 
unfortunately, we don't have a camera, so you can't see it, but I was. I mean, it takes me back to, to middle school, grade eight around that time, uh, when I was living in Belgium during the Cold War. Mm -hmm. And I remember actually listening to this song, that song, uh, as I was crossing over Checkpoint Charlie into East Berlin on my, wow. on my Walkman with my cassette tape. That's what I was doing, and I was grooving to Nina. Wow. Yeah, so go check out that song. That was our number four song. Yeah, so number three, we're moving right along here. Uh, this is a song that actually was sung even before I was born. Okay? So I this, feel like we're just going back We're going in back the into the vault. We're yeah. actually going way back in the vault. We and have to I reach like at the back shelf at the bottom. There's a little bit of dust on this box. We're going to blow it off and dust it off. Mm -hmm. But this is a song that has been around for a while. And by the way, I just want to put a little disclaimer here, uh, Stripes, yeah. that you and I are not endorsing these musicians we're not endorsing this music no no, no. Uh, we're not saying you should listen to this if any of these songs are offensive to you for whatever reason let us just off the hook yeah. we're just having a little bit of fun during the lockdown during the quarantine going into the vault now with a song by the doors now this is a song that was probably written in the 60s although it's very end of everything ish if mm. you know what i mean uh, Jim Morrison, lead singer of The Doors, uh, was not a good positive role model for anybody. I just want to throw that out there. He's not someone I would say you need to emulate. Died of a drug overdose, mm -hmm. not a good way to live, was not pursuing Christ, following Jesus as you know we would like our listeners to do. Uh, but this song is buried in layers of pseudo-psychology and poetic metaphors would you say it's kind of dark a it's a dark yeah. foreboding kind of song it doesn't really have a lot of hope we have hope in jesus and the resurrection jim morrison did not know that hope mm. you know here's a little fun fact i have visited jim morrison's grave when i was in paris so mm -hmm. he's actually buried in a cemetery in paris when i was a young person traveling through europe I actually visited all the sites and then I decided to go and visit Jim Morrison's grave. Why? Uh, because I like his music. You know, I was a drummer in my younger days and I actually enjoyed the the beats of the doors. Is this is this band based in France? Uh, this band is an American band. Oh, okay. Uh, but they are no no more. Why? I, I well, think some of the members may still be alive, but Jim died around the age of 27 of a drug overdose. Why was Jim buried in Paris if they're an American band? He lived in Paris for, for okay. the latter years of his life. Right. Uh, you can read his biography if you want. Mm -hmm. uh, but a lot of people uh, really appreciate the doors. And so we offer you this song as you were in lockdown and quarantine uh, to, to give it a listen. Put it on nice and loud. This is the All right, so that's that song. It's really quiet compared to 99 Look Balloons. Uh, that would be something you want to listen to maybe uh, you want to mellow out uh, at the end of your day. If that works for you, that's great. If it doesn't work for you, don't even give it a listen. Just delete this uh, section of the <laughs> podcast. Uh, but it is a song about the end, right? So that's why we chose it as number three. How many um, people would you say think that the end times are coming? I don't know. I, I, I wonder about that sometimes. I think people live as if, you know, 
history is just going to go on forever without end. Yeah. Uh, but we, you and I, Stripes, we know that history has a beginning and it has an end. Yeah. And so it is moving towards a climactic end. Mm -hmm. And we know that uh, Jesus is going to bring history to a conclusive end. We know that for sure. So yeah. we, we don't know what's happening uh, with the virus, but we do know that that's happening for sure. Anything else that's happening uh, in your world right now because of the virus? Anything that you want to share with the listeners? Uh, I can say that I went to the store and we did look for toilet paper on the shelves here in Nairobi did and you there find was it? lots of toilet paper. Oh, okay. It's almost as if toilet paper is in super abundance. There's lots of toilet paper. There is like four packs, 12 packs. You can even buy the super 24 pack. Uh, so for some reason, people do not have a, a need for toilet paper right now in Nairobi. It's not just that people are uninformed. It's also that I think people here in Africa live with hardship more often than the soft, modern, secular people in the West. Mm. I think people in the West are very soft. I think that they expect that life will be full of good things, pleasures, and there will never be any pain or challenges or suffering. And our brothers and sisters here in Kenya deal with suffering every day. They yeah. face death every day. They deal with malaria every day. They deal with all kinds of other sicknesses and diseases every day. So it's just part of their lives. Mm -hmm. And so if you add another virus to the mix, it's not a big deal here in Kenya. Yeah. It might be a panic-inducing kind of thing in a place like Toronto or Vancouver where people are a little bit softer about life, a little more cozy and comfortable. And they tend to have a lot under control most of the time. Right, and they put yeah. their trust more in the technology, more in the all the benefits that they have. But here in, in Kenya, where people trust God for almost their daily bread, I don't think this is as big of a deal, to be honest with you. That's very but true. now we're leading into song number two. Mm -hmm. And this again, let me just put this provisio out there. This is not to endorse or recommend this song or the band, but this is a song called London Calling by The Clash. It's okay. a classic song, conjures a late 20th century wasteland of predator versus prey, of lion versus zebra. Of virus versus mankind. humankind. Yeah, it kind of gives you that feel, like the ultimate end time soundtrack would be London Calling because it conjures up this image of a once mighty civilization mm -hmm. sinking into the sea. So let's give it a play. All right. There's London Colin by The Clash. It definitely, I in, within those lyrics, I heard it talking about like the sun's coming closer, world's heating up. You know, he's talking about the end times in that song as well. He is. He's he's uh, a singer who's poetically writing out 
his heart for his fear of the end times. And uh, that's number two, song number two. I think that song does a good job of kind of expressing the same thing as the last song we listened to, but it's a little more upbeat. Yeah, so, it's got a little bit more of a rhythm. I like the guitar riffs. Yeah. I like, like the energy behind it. There's a lot of energy in that song. Uh, and by the way, mm-hmm. let me just say this, Stripes. Christian songs do not need to be afraid of expressing dark emotion. Yeah. Okay? David wrote all the psalms, or majority of the psalms, we could say. And a lot of his psalms are pretty dark, right? Yeah. They kind of pull out some of the junk that's in his trunk and kind of lay it out there before us. And that dark night of the soul is something that sometimes is forgotten when we sing. When we sing songs of worship to God, God already knows that we're sad. He knows that we're going through fear. He knows that we're dealing with all kinds of pain and struggle in our life. So we can sing to God about it. We don't just yeah. need to be happy clappy all the time, am I right? I, I really like the fact that you brought that up because I don't think many people really think about that very often. I personally don't think about that very often. But in a lot of the songs that we do sing, maybe um, during our worship time, you're right. It's mostly, of course, there is a time to celebrate for sure, to give um, praise and just thankfulness. But I think similar to how um, Superman has his flaw, I think we also have our flaws and there's nothing wrong with expressing that as well. So not everything can always be so laffy taffy all the time. You're right about that. There you go. There you go. All right. So... The last song, or I could say the number one song to listen to. song there stripes one thing i'm noticing about uh many of the songs not all of them is i I noticed two things the first thing i noticed is all these songs from your younger days begin like really slow and then all of a sudden they come come in with like a wham they just hit you with it's like boom they hit you with a beat like so yeah i've noticed that which i appreciate i don't necessarily have anything against that and the second thing i notice is just because um, every time before the song you said maybe it's a bit more dark, poetic, things like that, that didn't mean it was necessarily slow and drowsy and like sad chords. You know what I mean? Like, even though it's talking about things that heavier things, it's still, you know, like bouncy, upbeat. So I like the way that um, your song doesn't necessarily have to be slow and draggy to get the same message across. Yeah, you can put some content in there in a delivery, in a package that's uh, more fast speed, but the actual content is talking about some heavy stuff. Yeah. Yeah, so there you go. That's the number one song right there, Barnabas, Approaching Light Speed. 
And I hope you uh, enjoyed me taking through some of the songs of my past. And yeah, I, I really hope you appreciated that. Those were our top five songs. For, to listen to during quarantine, yeah, during lockdown. During this time of lockdown. And um, encourage you to keep washing your hands. And keep your distance from your uh, workers, from your peers. But we do hope uh, that you are enjoying your quarantine and your lockdown. If you have any songs that you can recommend to us, please uh, leave us a comment. Yeah, we, we'd love to sure. hear from you. And if you haven't listened again to the previous episodes, go to the archives and listen to them because there's a lot of good content there. And we look forward to seeing you again on the next episode of The Zebra Lounge. <laughs>